so they both were kind of older, not really in the house, not really, you know, calling this guy daddy. I'm assuming. I don't know that. Um, dad, let's go with dad on that one. Dad, we'll go with dad. But you know what I mean? Like, it's not like yeah. somebody's trying to step in and be their dad or something. Right. He's, um, he's not like stepfather mode. Yeah. Hey sisters. Hey sisters. This is Gretchen and Jesse. And you're listening to our podcast, our only podcast that we do together. About created, sisters. Created by sisters. And for everyone. 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 We try to say it together so it works. Perfect. Yeah. Well so. Well so. Well, so. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, Gretchen? I am currently Googling how to prevent Lice. altitude sickness. Altitude sickness. Do you usually get altitude sickness? So um, I haven't before. I may have like a smidgen once, but um, I haven't before. And last year I went to a conference that or retreat that I speak at and also attend um, in Vail. Um, for the life coaching organization that I'm a part of. Mm -hmm. And I felt like poop the whole time. And turns out it was altitude. Just duck the whole time. Yeah. That should work, yes. right? Don't wear heels and duck. That way your altitude is lower and you don't get quite as sick. Cool. And no one will find that odd. I promise. No. So, yeah, I guess when you're at like 10,000 feet, that doesn't really make a difference. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. So it was what, clever. It just wasn't very funny. It was just clever. I'm very clever. What I would have said, LOL, but in fact, I would not actually LOL. It was that kind of funny. That is its own category. It's its own category of funny. I would have, if you would have texted it to me, I would have said, this is, this is legit. This is its own brand of funny. If you would have texted that same thing to me, I would have said, LOL or ha 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 or some kind of funny. But in fact, I'm not it wouldn't have laughing. been funny. Well, it's like, it's, it's clever, but okay. I do not actually laugh out loud, but in text, I would make it seem as if I was. Okay. It's a new brand of funny. Everyone, everyone's going, Oh, you're exactly right. Is there are it, definitely times when I text ha ha ha, but I'm not laughing out loud for sure. Oh, I, I don't do that. If I'm not laughing, I just don't answer until you send me something else. Oh, you might be unique. <laughs> I probably am. It's just like, if it's, if I don't find it funny, I'm not going to pretend like I did. So what remedies have you settled on for your, I don't know. It's all like drink a lot of water and avoid alcohol. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's just life. Well, I mean, I have alcohol occasionally. I drink a lot of water, but I feel like there's gotta be something better and there's some drug, but that's not, that's neither here nor there. That's not going to be part of this. So I don't know. Well, we'll see. And then everything, I take it back. There is one, I, this one I've just been ignoring because it's not possible. It's like go up to altitude slowly, which I'm going to 3,000 feet, then like 10,000 feet, which I think where we're staying is actually eight and a half. Might not be 10, but it's higher than where I am now, which is like zero. And you're supposed to go up like two or 3,000 and then stay there for a couple of days and then go all the way up. Oh, no, no. Who's got that time? I mean, it would be nice to I have mean, that I time. I think this is for like people who are hiking. 
Oh, that that's fair. And that I'm makes not sense. hiking to Vail from Texas. So where's your sense of adventure? I know, right? I should. You definitely should. But last year, that's almost exactly what we did because where we stayed in Kansas that time was about two to three thousand because we're not flying in. So we're at least getting there gradually. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we shall see. We shall see. It'll be an adventure. It will be an adventure. But my goal is to prevent altitude sickness this time. So if this is this, let's see, this one is going out soon enough to where someone could actually tell me how to prevent altitude sickness, right? Yeah, like in a couple days. Yes. Okay, perfect. I knew there was a reason I was bringing this up. How do I prevent altitude sickness? Please tell me. Go to our Instagram. It doesn't matter where. Message us at Hey Sisters Podcast. Comment on a random post. Anywhere. I will find it. How do you get rid of? Not get rid of. No, no. Prevent manage. altitude sickness. Not even manage. Prevent. Prevent. Do you want to know? Like if it's if you don't prevent it, do you want to know management techniques or will we ask for that later? No, I know all those because that's the first thing I did was Google it as soon as I got okay. it in last year. But I thought maybe you would want to know like the ones that have actually worked for people. Like yeah. I don't think my management technique is actually feasible. What is your management technique? Don't wear heels and duck. Oh, 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 oh. Like, I don't think that's actually something that's going to work. No, it's not. But if someone has one that does, sure. Sure. Y'all help Gretchen with altitude sickness. Boom. Yeah. And if you say walk from Texas, you're fired. Not happening. So that's what's happening with me. What's happening with you? Um, Well, I am in the midst of Godspell rehearsal and that's kind of consumed my life rehearsing godspell i'm directing it locally for a community theater and we open in like two and a half weeks so it's crunch time and y'all did some performing today kind of yes we did we um were invited to do stuff not from not from the current iteration of the show but from like the 1970s songbook at the Unitarian Universalist Church. Like how, if it was from a different iteration, were they not singing the way that they'll be performing? No. So first of all, I only had half the cast there because only half yeah, the cast I was fit by the microphones. I don't know how much you know about musical theater contracts, but you're bound to only perform in the space. So this is one of the few musicals that you can do this with because it was completely rewritten oh, in oh, the 1990s. Oh, oh, oh. I, I know exactly what you're talking about because I know songbook. I just didn't know if you were okay. Yeah, no, but it was. Hey, if that's if that's how musical theater contracts worth work, how do they pull off like the Tony Awards? Broadway, not community theater. I'm sure Broadway has different contracts. Mm, probably not. Uh, probably. <laughs> so that's community theater. You can only perform it in the space. No, no, it's it's. It depends on your contract. So like you can negotiate with Music Theater International or Dramatist or whoever is your contract rights holder. You can negotiate public performance with them. Like if you want to go on the news. So like uh, next. I want to go on the news. If you want to perform. I know that you can do this with with next to normal. You can um, perform like 30 seconds of the song. What is next to normal? It's a musical. Oh. 
It's not a happy musical. Um, oh, you mean, you know, you can do that with that musical oh. with that musical. Yeah. So like you can, that musical in particular, you get like 30 seconds of these three songs if you wanted to perform on the news, but like we could, we can't perform anything that's written in this script. We couldn't perform anything from our contracted score, but we have an ASCAP license at the church where we could perform from the songbook that was released in the 1970s, right before the film. So the arrangements are very, very different. And the lyrics to Beautiful City are different. But we did the 1995 lyrics. I saw 95 with the tour. Oh, no, you saw you saw the 2002 rewrite. Oh, I did. It's the 2002 one. Yeah. Right. Where they did um, like the whole company saying Beautiful City and oh, yeah, everybody was on the computer and they had like AIM noises. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Like a computer startup. Yep. It was a very intricate set to be part of a touring company. That's all I remember. It was a butt ton of like television stacked up against the back wall. It's like, that seems like a bad idea to be part of a touring company, but okay. You know who directed that? I do not. Scott Schwartz. Stephen Schwartz. I, I almost said a Schwartz thing and I was like, no, there's no way. But yeah, I wasn't his son Scott directed it. If you read the Godspell experience, as I have. Well, I have a story for you. Is it scary? Mm, it's gory a bit, but I will I will give you all the trigger warnings necessary. All right. Do you remember that song? I don't feel like dancing. Nah, 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 not today. The Scissor Sisters. <laughs> yes, this song is about the Scissor Sisters, but not those. the song is the song. The story is. Oh, I was hoping that you were going to do your whole story in song. I can do that. I would love that. A lot of people we might need a trigger warning on that. Mm hmm. No, the story is about the Scissor Sisters, the band, not the band, the Irish people that killed someone. Wait, what? <laughs> I feel like that sounds very scripted, but we actually did not script that little bit. We did. No, we just um, are really, we're such good actors that we sound like we're but I, could, I couldn't keep it. I couldn't keep it together because it did sound very scripted. Um, also, full disclosure, I have it written on my notes. Ask Jessie if she remembers the song. Sing it. It's about Scissor Sisters, but not the band. Like I, so, okay. I totally scripted my piece. Yeah. You scripted yourself. <laughs> you fell right into it. Um, so this is a story about Linda and Charlotte Mulhall, um, who. Can you do it with an Irish accent? No. Oh. Um, and who became known as the, the Scissor Sisters after they attacked their mother's partner. And so yeah, here's. Yeah. Yeah, this was not terribly long ago, just so everybody knows. Um, it was in 2005, so pretty recent, but it was uh, all over the media. So, you know, what we're saying is not going to be anything that's not, you know, it's not anything that you can't find out on your own. We've just kind of condensed it a little bit and want to tell the story as well as open up some ways to think about this because there's some other stuff going on as always when there's like a true crime story a couple trigger warnings uh we will speak a little bit about um 
unwanted advances toward women as well as violence toward women. Um, and then murder is in here and there's a little bit of gore just to kind of explain a couple things, but we'll try not to go into detail. So okay, the goal is not to be gory. The goal is to tell the story. Um, however, oh, that rhymed Gretchen, it is. you could sing that part. The goal is not to be gory. It is just to tell the story. Now sing it with an Irish accent. The like, goal is not to tell the thing that's gory. It's just to tell the meat of the story. No pun intended because I said the meat. And if it's gory, there might be butchering. Okay, just so everyone knows, I didn't know what was going to happen. So I couldn't give you a trigger warning for all of that. What does I need a trigger warning for? It was amazing and gorgeous. Because I needed one. All right. So um, this story is held, as well as most of the people are from Dublin, Ireland. It's held in. Uh, Linda. Linda was the older sister. So Linda and Charlotte are the sisters. Just give me a little bit of background. Um, Linda is the older sister and she's older by nine years, which I consider kind of a lot, right? Like that's, there's a very older, younger situation and almost a, almost like a gap here. Um, are you saying that though, because we are like 20 minutes apart? No, I just feel like I feel like nine years is substantial. Nine years is substantial. That's like you would never be in school together, really. Um, there's probably vivid memories of like one person being college age, the other one middle school. Like that's that's kind of a big like they probably weren't hanging out at the same parties kind of thing. Fair. Um, and then Charlotte is the younger sister. A little bit about their background. Uh, Linda, she, at the time that all this was going on, um, she was in a really troubled relationship, potentially abusive. Like, and I say, all the reason I say potentially is like some of the stuff came out in court. Was it, was it not, not sure. Um, he, the, the guy that she was with though, <laughs> they referred to him as a crug, a, a crug, a thug. Um, and like he was arrested for like, beating his sister. He killed somebody. This is um, mom's boyfriend. So this is Linda, one of the sister's boyfriends. Okay. So this is just to give you a little idea of what's happening at the gotcha. time. Everything gotcha. else. It, that, this doesn't really have anything to do with a murder, but it's showing you that like there was a troubled gotcha. okay. world around her. She did have a history of alcohol abuse. There were some drug addiction accusations thrown around. Again, that could be hearsay. And these people, these are still like, these sisters are still alive. So I definitely don't want to. When did this happen? Like 90s? No, 2005. That's why I was like, this is is more recent than what we've covered so far. Yeah. And then the younger sister, Charlotte, she has a history or had at the time this happened. She was 21 when the story happened. So in 2005, had already had a history of petty convictions and drug abuse. Um public order offenses, criminal damage. So just kind of, you know, they were, they were living in a slightly troubled life. Yeah. At the yeah. Is a public order offense the same as like, um, like, like for instance, I'm not saying it's all this thing, but like, 
disorderly conduct or public that's what it sounds like but again all this is in ireland so that's whatever they're common you're thing. out of the public order right i'm sure that's exactly what it is especially when it comes to like petty conviction and drug abuse yeah so um the other two players in this story would be their mom kathleen and then here is the the whole thing she was in a relationship with a man named and i may butcher it so if you know if you want to go look it up and they get mad at me if you know everything about the story and don't get mad at me that's fine i'm doing my best farah swale noor i'm assuming it's a noor situation yeah we'll call him farah um but their relationship was very very violent so a little background on this dude Right? These are just the characters coming into the spotlight because they all have stuff going on, man. Um, he got to Ireland in the mid-90s. And when he got to Ireland, he told everyone that he was escaping bloodshed in Mogadishu because it was right around the time of the Battle of Mogadishu, which apparently is the battle in Black Hawk Down. Right? I don't know much about what? Where's Mogadishu? I've looked it up before this. <laughs> so like this I was like, oh, Black Hawk, Hawk down. down. There are definitely people that know. Oh, Somalia. That's right. Somalia. Duh. Okay. Somalia was, there's a lot of turbulence there in the, in the 90s. But when I saw Black Hawk Down, I was like, oh, Black Hawk Down. You have to know that then, is a point of reference. I would never register. No, I don't. I have never seen it. I'm not big on war movies. And so I just like was like, oh, Black Hawk Down. I must know what it's about. And then when I started looking, I was like, I have that does not help me at all. So I had to look it up. And then it's I about a crashed helicopter. My and assumption, then, <laughs> probably, probably a Black Hawk. That yeah, Black I, Hawk Down. Okay, got it. Crashed in Mogadishu. Anyway, but that was like it was a really like bad. There's like civil war going on. It was yeah. Good. So I don't want to make light of that, but I'll make light of the fact that we're both morons. Um. Fair, take it. Only, it. only when it comes to not geography. Current, events, current events of the 90s. Does that work? Also, geography, thank you. Um, so at that time, he even went by a different name. He went by Shaila Salim. What Lo- was that first name? Loves the vowels, this guy. Loves the vowels. Um, he said his family was killed, and that's why he was escaping. Oh, no. But. Oh no. But um he's actually from Kenya. Oh. And that was found out when he when there was a background investigation reviewing his citizenship. All this is prior to this murder. But this is just kind of let's know who we're dealing with here when we're choosing who to be like sympathetic to. Yeah, I mean I'm always like back and forth over the whole thing because whatever. But just consider. Um he invented his story. Um, he even had a wife and two kids in Kenya. Why did, not only was he, did his family not get killed in the civil war, he left his family and came here. But by the time all this was found out, and this kind of burns me up, he had already fathered a child in Ireland. So that saved him from deportation. I know. Which I'm like, I was that by design or was that by accident? Do we know? We don't know. 
So it saved him from deportation. And that's like, ugh, it's such a moment to be like, I don't even know how I feel about everyone in this story. Like, yeah, don't leave the person in Ireland, but don't leave the person in Kenya. Like, obviously he should have never left in the first place, but it's so like mind messing. Um, he also had mind criminal mind. Well, I was going to say the F word, but we're not saying that. Uh, oh, okay. um, I was going to say it's such a mind blank, but we're not saying that. Um, criminal record. He had four convictions already by the time that this happened. And like in Ireland. Yes. You're right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All this is Ireland. He okay. arrived in the mid 90s and this happened mid like so 2005. So this I'm thinking like a 10 year span. Okay. Ish. Maybe. Yeah. Um, he'd already had convictions for intoxication. Uh, threatening and abusive behavior toward women. <laughs> and I said, uh, oh, this is not nice. But I was like, really, really terrible. And I said, clearly this guy is scum. Uh, which is a total aside and very that is your That is your personal at, observation. At the moment when writing this, I was like, I don't like this dude. But Yeah, I don't think mean? I would like someone based on those convictions either. Farah and the mom were in a relationship and both of the girls, Linda and Charlotte said that it was turbulent and there was a lot of physical violence when they were around. Now they were older, right? Like Charlotte was 21 when the story happens, which means Linda was 20. No, it would have been 30, maybe like 29 to 31, depending on like when it happened. Yeah. Cutting to the point because the rest of this gets more interesting. So more actually more interesting than a murder. Um, they, the girls ended up killing Farah. Okay. Um, on St. Patrick's day in 2005. And it seemed totally sudden and out of the blue, but there was a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. And, um, like when they, when they first found out, so they, this is how, this is how they got caught. Okay, right. so when they first found out is like news outlets and the police. Right. Thank okay. you. Keeping me, I always have to keep you on track. So I think because I've written it, this is the thing. I don't go off my notes quite as much as you do. And now that I am, I'm realizing I'm writing yeah. accounts and I'm saying them. Okay. So how the girls got caught. Okay. Um okay. Blah, 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 blah. There's so much back and forth, and I don't want to give away all the good parts, but um so do you want to do like how they got caught and then work through the events of the evening? Do you want to work through the events of the evening and then tell us how they got caught? I just want to tell you all the good stuff. Cause there's like all these like little fun to, I say fun. That's they're probably kind of gross. interesting, interesting tidbits. All right. So anyway, it seems sudden, but there, there was an air of cunning to the whole thing was said. That was not my words. I wish it was. Um, so what happened after all of the stuff came out, here's kind of the timeline of what happened on St. Patrick's Day in 2005. Uh, the mom, the daughters, and Farah, so all, all four of them, had been out in Dublin walking around getting drunk on vodka. So when I first read that, by the way, I was looking at, right, I was reading an article and it like led with that. And like I wasn't looking at the dates or anything. I'm like what getting drunk on all 
walking around Dublin getting drunk on vodka. Oh, you thought it was just like an average Tuesday? Yes. And so I thought that was, <laughs> I was like, that's problematic. Um, but it was St. Patrick's holiday. So there was other things going on. They were doing yeah. stuff and also drinking vodka, which most of us can say has probably happened at some point in their life. Yes. Um, so they also said that they did ecstasy at some point. Oh, okay. Um, and there is speculation that the mom even added it to Farah, which I feel like that's probably not how you pronounce that because I keep thinking Farah Fawcett, but it's not. It's how Farrah. is it spelled? F A R A H, like probably like Farah. Farah. Farah or Farah. Just say it with an Irish accent. Farah. But he's very much not Irish. He's Kenyan. Look, he made it up when he was in Ireland. It's Irish. He did not. That's his name. Oh, that's his real name. Yeah, he made up the other name. Oh, oh, okay. I it, there's so many layers to this gentleman. There are a lot of layers to this gentleman. Okay, he's so like anyway, whatever. The mom may have also given him eggs without his knowledge. Okay, it's not a little bit like you said eggs. Not well, maybe eggs too, but eggs is the problematic. But ecstasy in his omelet. Hey. X eggs, X eggs, X egg time. No, um, they went back to Kathleen's flat, which was the mom. Remember? Yes. And so at Kathleen. this point, he starts kind of making unwanted advances towards the oldest daughter, Linda. Uh, rude and gross, gross and rude in front of the mom. Rude like, and gross. Right. Like this, not a good thing. And he was like being assistant and he wasn't going to take no for an answer. And then Kathleen, the mom started yelling at him. Then apparently she said, and this is kind of a hingy moment in the courtroom, just kill him for me. Right. So she apparently asked the daughters to do this This is what I mean. Like it, it, when you read it from end to the beginning, it looks very like, oh, that's a horrible murder. But when you hear about all this, there's a lot more going on. I mean, it's still a horrible um, murder, but it's yes. so layered. It's like an onion. Oh, wait, that's Scottish. Never mind. It's Scottish. Uh, Sorry, Shrek. And so they did. They absolutely did. Yeesh. Um, With scissors? Yeah. No, wait for it. Okay. Uh, we're not going to get, I told you I wasn't going to get too gory. So a knife and a hammer, ignore that or use your imagination however you want to participate in this. Uh, the or mom Google. though, you can use Google too. The mom though never did anything. This is the part too that was like got me a little riled up. I'm like, so she didn't do anything. By the way, if you couldn't see that, I made a very pondering expression. Yeah, she didn't do anything. Um, she did do something. She insinuated it, supposedly, allegedly, and right. got them all hopped up on vodka and X. Right. Well, um, then. I wrote in my notes, here's where it gets weird. <laughs> there is where it gets weird. Look, it's already weird. Um, the reason that they call them the scissor sisters is because they cut the body up. <gasps> um with safety scissors? I have no idea. I didn't even I don't even know that that was part of it. I, I, the thing is like media will that's I, too yeah, good. I, that's the thing. Like, I yeah. don't know that scissors were part of it. I know it was just like. But you hear cut, you hear sister, up. and then you know about the band. So you're going to just going to throw that on there. 
I'm guessing that's how it happened. Um, and to dispose of the body, they took plastic bags with pieces in it to the Royal Canal, which is, okay. I assume, a big canal. It's royal, so it's at least important. That's but so I mean, Queen Elizabeth now. is royal, and she's quite slight. <laughs> LOL. No, you literally laughed at that I one. Did. That's, That's an LLOL. Literally what I mean. laughed out loud. I'm like, when I'm like actually laughing, I don't have to text you LOL because you can feel the vibrations of my laughter from wherever I am. Especially um, if we're on the same couch. Yeah. So it is, <clears throat> I was imagining something a little more regal, but it's just very much. It's probably designed, royal. Designed for freight and passenger transportation. Okay. Someone, someone listening seen it and is like, move on. Okay. Anyway. Well, it was probably, it was probably made by like royal charge or something. Well, yeah, exactly. It was. Yeah. But anyway, they put this in the canal. They put him in the canal. Um, but there were two Ugh. parts. There were two parts that they did not do that with his head. Upstairs, downstairs. Yeah. Two different, two different heads, if we will. Oh, Gretchen. Well, I mean, um, I'm trying to keep us clean. I just listened to her last. That's why I said upstairs, downstairs. I think most people know upstairs, downstairs. Well, his private part, one, one of them, his private part, the mystery Sorry. zone. <laughs> you can say penis, right? I don't even I would, know how it's supposed to I would work. assume so. It just makes me uncomfortable. What does the airline agency say about it? Okay. Uh, the FDA. <laughs> oh my God. I heard that. I was like, we are out. Anyway, they took um, his head and his penis and they were buried separately. And then, okay, so neither has actually been found to this day. And they, the reason they found out some of this, I believe, oh no, that was the other, that was the other one. Oh man. I keep getting these two confused. The one with the sisters and the bathtub sisters. I keep. Getting oh yeah. Yeah. So pick me, my hand is up. Go ahead. Um, this would be considered indecent content and, um, we just can't talk about it in a way that is patently offensive. I mean, I was not offended. Well, was patently kind of offensive. Well, so clinical reference is fine. And I think that's how we did it. I mean, we weren't saying two heads or whatever. I'll try it again. Just no, I think two heads is actually less obscene than if we had yes. said it. Um, so how in the world did they get caught if they obviously did such a great job of putting a body in a plastic bag in a canal and no cop show ever has ever had a problem with that method of body disposal. Look, all I'm seeing is a bunch of floating plastic bags like jellyfish going down the Royal Canal on St. Patrick's Day and two people who are stupidly drunk and high on X trying to dispose of a body. Like, I don't, I don't see how that's not a formula for getting caught. So this was definitely like a lot later than like that same vodka X. Oh, when they made the disposal. Yeah. 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 Um, they, a leg got loose and it was wearing a sock. 
And the and sock had somebody's name on it. <laughs> no. It wasn't their no, camp but when sock. They saw, when they saw that in the canal, um, they sent divers and found like all the rest. And was when you drive around your- town. You what? Wouldn't you drive around town and put a little there, a little here? I mean, I guess so. You've obviously thought this out way more than I have. No, I'm just thinking about the TV shows I've seen. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't really know how it works, to be honest. That's what I would do, personally. <laughs> Good to know. If our mom told us to kill someone, I would make sure that we dispose wow. appropriately. Word. I'll cut that out. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Um, and then, he, of course, he was eventually identified by his clothing. So I think that might be why they were like, why the head was kept separate, like identification purposes. Or oh. Um, and um, also why they tried to kind of destroy the other evidence. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to not be too gory. But you did a good job. The trail led back to the sisters, um, and Linda eventually confessed. Linda's the older one. Linda's the older one. It figures. Well, here's what's kind of stinky. Linda got 15 years. She was actually released in 2018. Okay. Um, Charlotte was handed a life sentence. Linda got 15 years because she was provoked. Right? Because he Oh, was but Charlotte... Charlotte was just defending her sister and doing what her mom said. Mm-hmm. So she gets a life sentence because she should have been able to think. Right. Differently. I, I don't even know. Um, Did mom get any prison time? This is the, the thing. Um, the mom actually originally left the country and they couldn't find her for three years. As soon as Linda confessed. Rude. I oh, know. So, but the mom did eventually voluntarily return to Ireland to face her charges. Um, and her charges were only helping clean up the crime scene. And she got five years. Oh my gosh. I know. So poor Charlotte is stuck with a life sentence. Because she, like, I feel like it must have been like total madness. She was caught up in madness. Well, I'm, yeah, I was actually going to look it up because it's been a hot minute since I wrote this. Yeah. um, To see, because I know they were like, there's a lot of um, people very kind of upset about this case and for obvious reasons, um, thinking that it wasn't handled fairly. And part of it too was, like, oh, they got this guy off the streets, yada, yada. I don't know that, I, again, I don't know anyone you can say, well, they were deserving of murder. Right. But there are people that do hold that sentiment. Um, but also I feel like if you have a certain, if you behave in a particular way that you are putting yourself at risk for violence. And I know that sounds like victim blaming. I understand that. But also if, I don't know, there's certain criminal activities that can put you at risk for violence. And. Okay. I, I get that. I see what you're saying there. Like, yeah, you know, like you- falsifying documents, 
attacking women, that kind of stuff puts you at risk for retaliation, retaliative violence. Right. I can under, I can see what you're saying there, but yeah, originally it sounded, it exactly sounded like me. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I realize that, but like <laughs> me explain myself. Yeah, no, there's, I'm not saying like innocent behaviors, illegal activity can frequently lead to retaliative violence. Did he deserve okay. to die? No, no one does. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of the, the questions really don't come around that because that's a, a given, right? Like, but there had to be some sentences handed down and unfortunately, and I guess, you know, this is where we come into, you know, do we follow things by the letter of the law? Cause the letter yeah. of the law says 15 years, if you get provoked five years, if you help clean up the crime scene life sentence, if you unprovoked murder someone or whatever. Right. I mean, I'm just saying that's what it looks like here. Um, I kind of just wish you'd had a bar better barrister. You can say lawyer. You don't have to go full Irish just because the story is set in Ireland. Oh, well, I just know a UK lawyer is called the barrister. Um, <laughs> I feel like her legal team. I, I like I, my assumption is I that they my assumption is that they had an assigned legal team. I don't know Maybe how they had works. an incredible legal team, but I don't know how that works in Ireland. I know how, only know how that works in America. Yeah. Sign someone. You know, yeah. I'm making a lot of assumptions. And don't they have code law instead of precedent law? No clue. Last time I went to law school was never, so I don't remember. Wait, I thought you, I thought you were a lawyer in Ireland. Um, no, Northern Sweden. Ireland. This was Dublin. I'm oh, a lawyer in Sweden. Yeah. Um. So, uh, there's some books around this whole thing, and I have to say, John Mooney wrote the one with my favorite title. Oh, good. The torso in the canal. The torso in the canal. Literally. Name of the book. That's a lot. That's a whole lot. Wait, didn't the bathtub sisters also have a terrible book title? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. They did. It was really long. It was like it was high long. school project, aka murder. It was very long, right? Um they the scissor sisters was given to them after the pop group like that was a play on that pop group by the way okay um they were also featured if you want to go back and watch something on them they were featured in a television series called killers which is on rte which i'm assuming is like girl i ain't got no rte 2009. you're probably on the youtube rte broadcasting company i'm sure it's an irish it is ireland Ireland's national television radio broadcaster. Anyway, their show. Um, I listen to RTE on the radio. Oh, well, they have a television series called Killers. And one episode in 2009 featured the Mulhall sisters. And that, my dear friends, is the story of the Scissor Sisters. You know, I really don't feel like dancing at this point. I don't either. Not at all. I almost made a bad joke, but I'm not going to do it. You should do it. I'm not. Okay. I'll let people use their imagination on my awesome joke. Okay. Well, thank you for bringing that to us. I'm like, you said it wasn't scary, but it's also just icky. It's totally icky. It's not scary. It's icky. And it also makes you kind of do a lot of thinking. 
around, you know, judicial. How, yeah. Justice. That and how, how violence toward women is handled. And, yeah. um, like how much can we stick up for each other in that space? Which is what, that's what it did for me. Like, Hmm. There's clearly like some, something happening here. I don't necessarily want anyone killed for me, but what if, you know, what would I want someone to do and could they do it and still be yeah. covered? So yeah, it's a great story and it gets a little weird. Just a little. Just a little. But I hope you enjoyed it. It was very interesting. And I wonder if I'm sure that Scissor Sisters, the band knows that they're named after. You like, should ask them. Oh, let me call them. Hello, this is Scissor Sisters. No, hey, you got- no, no. no. <laughs> I don't know why they're James Cagney, but hey. Also don't know why, why that just happened, to be honest. I'm tired. No, you're not. We need you to edit this and get it out by Tuesday. Thanks, friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye, sisters. Bye, sisters.